Hi, I'm Sung Ray. I'm something else. Here at Black Girl Soul, a podcast where we discuss the Asian dramas we love from a Black female perspective. We are looking to be entertained, to learn about other cultures, and share our passion for these shows. Welcome. Hello, everyone. This is Black Girl Soul. I am something else with Sung Ray. And today, we are midway through the Netflix show, Crash Course in Romance. Take it away, Sung Ray, with the synopsis. All right, so Crash Course in Romance is about these two people. It's a woman, her character is Nam Han Sung, and the guy is Choi Chi Yo. If I've said those incorrectly, you already know, gonna help me out, but that's how I'm reading it. So for Nam Han Sung, she used to be a national athlete. She now runs a side dish store. She's super positive personality and she seems to have unlimited stamina. Like she's always on the go, always moving. She's raising her niece as her own child. And she also takes care of her brother with a developmental disability. We don't know what that is specifically because I don't think they've acknowledged it. Unexpectedly though, she gets involved with Choi Chi Choi, Choi Chi Yo. So he's a popular instructor in the private education field, and he is most known to be the popular instructor. Like everybody loves him, all the kids, the parents, everybody wants to be in his classes. He works hard at his job. He's accumulated his wealth and his fame for being so popular. But with that has come some issues, and it has caused him to be sensitive, prickly, and kind of indifferent with people. He's good with his students, though. Um, He meets her, Nam Han Sung. And the two of them together kind of begin to hit off some kind of romance. We haven't gotten to that part as far as I know. So for for you or listeners, I am only up to episode four. I've got some more to catch up on. I'll get there, but I'm up to episode four so far. Okay. And I'm up to episode seven, I believe. I watched one this morning. Yeah. And the romance is that at this point, he's just starting to acknowledge to his own chagrin that he is crushing on her. Now, on her end, yeah, he's all kinds of discombobulated and messed up. He's like, wait a minute, I'm talking for this chick? Wait, I'm not supposed to be like that? He went to his whole doctor. Like, you got to fix this because I ain't right. And and she's like, you know what? You've been so used to only dealing with your students that you need to, like, get out there because if you get out there, then maybe this will kind of balance out. You know, like, it won't be as big as you think it is. So he is making himself go on full dates, like <laughs> because he he doesn't hate he does not hate her. He's just it just threw him for a loop because I think he's so in his own world and he's so about the students and he's so regimented that it's it's funny. I mean, this is definitely there's definitely the comedic end and the rom comness of it all, right? right? But um and and from her end. She's still in denial. Like, even her friend in this episode was like, you know, you got um, mention syndrome, right? And she's like, what is that? And her friend was like, like, over the past day, you mentioned him 20 times. You always talking about him. And she's like, oh, no, I'm not, um, denial, denial, denial. But it's like, they're both kind of crushing on each other. But of course, as we know, and anyone who is, um, looking into the basics of the show, like some of her secrets 
are going to get in the way, at least one of her secrets, and we can talk about it after the spoiler alert. All right, so our lead actors and secondary actors are Jean Do-Yoon, who's Nam Hae-Sung. She played in Lost, which I fucking loved, that had her and uh, Rujan Yeol in it. It was a slow burn, but man, when I tell you I love that drama, it was so good. She was also in Shoot for the Stars and The Good Wife, if you've seen those. She has plenty of other under her belt, but I just kind of mentioned the ones I know I've heard of before. Have you seen any of that? No, but you know what? You're making me want to see Lost. And The Good Wife, I didn't see because I knew it was a remake of the American one. And I just didn't want to, like, mess with the sanctity of the original by watching the Korean version. (laughs) Oh, I know that sounds completely whack, but hey, that's how I feel. Anyway, so, and I have the actual um, director and the screenwriter. The director is Yoon Jae Woon, and the screenwriter is Yang Ki-sung. And, you know, actually, I looked up both of them because this drama reminds me a lot of the series Uncle, and they have similarities, actually. Oh, no, I saw Uncle, because I liked it. Oh, you did? Okay. You know what? Why didn't we have to talk about Uncle? We should have. So for those of you all who have not seen Uncle, it is well, well worth watching because it is super cute. But it includes a lot of the same elements that you'll find in Crash Course. For example, the hypervigilant parents, the queen bee moms who are gunning for the underdog family, Um, children navigating the Korean school system, the extreme classism, um, the parent who is an underdog, uh, that some of these families have tragedy surrounding them. For example, um, the main family lost their matriarch, lost their mother, and in the family of um, the best friend, the best male friend of the teenage daughter, um, he's, his family is super dysfunctional. Like he's dealing with his parents kind of not getting along and his brother being questionable and his behavior. He's dealing with a lot. And then he's dealing with a whole bunch of pressure. And that was something similar that was like kind of seen in uncle. And then like one of the very obvious things is that there is a male lead who's silly. Uh, and we can see no matter how much the cram king tries to keep it together, he kind of goofy. I mean, I don't know if some way feels the same way, but he is kind of goofy. And both he and um, the uncle in the other series are obsessed or really into something. So in the case of the uncle, he was um, really into music. He was a musician and he was like a failing musician, but obsessed with it. And in the case of Crash Course, it, in a very unique twist, our male lead is very much a math genius, very much into math, very much into teaching. So I thought, I was so sure, it was like almost the same tone, and somebody tell me what you think, but it was the same tone. So I was like, do they have the same writer or the same director? But they don't. What do you yeah, think? They, are, they do have similarities. I completely agree. Um, as far back as far as the actors, I'm going back over there. Um, the guy, his name is Jung Kyung Ho. He 
place Choi Chu Yul. He was in Hospital Playbooks 1 and 2. He was also in Prison Playbook and a drama called When the Devil Calls Your Name. I saw Hospital Playlist 1 and 2 and Prison Playbook, and those were wonderful. He was awesome in both. Like, I really like him as an actor, and I like seeing him as a lead on shows because I'm knowing it's going to be pretty good. And yes, he has that silliness to him, and usually most of the shows he plays. He can be serious, but he has that, you know, that good comedy portion in him that works. So I like that. Hey, son's best friend, the lady who works in the store with her, her name is Lee Bong Ruin. She plays Kim Young-ju in this drama. She was in Hometown Cha-Cha-Cha, Run On, and Narco Saints. She's always a good support character that I've seen. I haven't really seen her in any lead roles, but I said I was going to check on that to see if she had some, because she does have a nice list behind her as well, but usually it's been as a support character. I just wanted to co-sign what you were saying, because she is stellar. She's one of two actresses who... Like, they really should be lead characters because if some are lead um, actors at some point, because they're just so stellar. The other one is this multi chick that I keep on seeing in dramas. I saw her last in, um, what was that, Summer? It was like Summer something, the drama where the two, the, the two folks were in high school together and in some kind of like reality show together and then they fell oh, in love. Remember? I know the uh the drama and the couple, but I cannot think of the name of the drama. It was uh Choi Wan Young Sheik and I can't think of her name, but in the drama they were a couple in high school and broke up for years and then got back together, but it was a good drama. Right. I'm trying to remember the name of it, but remember she had a best friend and the best friend was like Spicy but mousy. Yeah. Oh, so you mean the drama Our Beloved Summer? That's the one with Choi Woo Sik and Kim Dummy? <laughs> yes. Please continue. Um, so the supporting role for the brother, his name is Owen Sheik, and he plays a character Nam J Woo which is the little brother of the woman who owns the store. He was in Big Mouth, Joe Sang, Exorcist, and True Beauty. He's another one that you kind of see around a lot, but again, it's usually as a side character. The daughter is played by Ru Yoon Seo, Nam Nam Hei-Yi. She was in Our Blues and 20th Century Girl, which was a movie, not a drama, but that was a good movie I liked it and she played in that and she played the lead in our blues she was the daughter in our blues and then finally the sec teacher secretary the guy who's like always helping out his name is Shinjaya Shinjaha and he was in uh my unfamiliar family he had some other roles as well but they were usually like cameos or things like that okay someone you gotta tell me what's your rating eight out of ten because the story is good it keeps you interested I've enjoyed the banner between the main leads I'm excited to see kind of where we go again I'm only on four the unexpected is that it has been a murder that I wasn't anticipating so I'm like oh shit where are we going with this but I need to see what direction we're going to go into and again once I catch up I'll have better understanding what about you what's your rating well we kind of are on the same page mine is you know letter grade mine is a b uh because i like the unique premise but i don't really like plots 
where you're constantly waiting for the next shoe to drop, right? Oh, you know, there are too many secrets, too many things. I don't, that's not my favorite way of watching um, a show where it's just like, okay, there are at least four secrets going on. When are they going to show up? And then I really don't like that there's an, a whole actual killer in this rom-com. Like it just, it like doesn't match to me. You have rom-com and rom-com drama, which tends to be light. And then you got a whole silver ball killer. Okay. Okay. One, points for uniqueness. He's straight killing folks with a silver ball. But really, do we need that? Because from the way I'm counting it, we at least have three villains before you even get to the silver ball killer. You got Okay, so are we are we at spoiler alert time? Oh, yes, we are. We need to spoil the hell out of this one. Okay, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. <laughs> yes, let us, I'm like, you went way deep. Hold it, pack it up. <laughs> thank you, Sunray. Sunray's like, I'm going to catch you up before you completely put all this on front street. Yeah, it's spoiler alert. Okay, so here's my issue. You've got the worry that the Cram King, that's what I call him, because since it's a cram school, right? Cram King is going to be outed as a private tutor, right? Then you have to worry about the mother being outed as single because the lie is that she has a whole husband in the Philippines and she'll have none of that, right? Then you got that potentially the daughter's biological mother is going to show up at some point because she just dropped her out and said deuces. I feel like she's going to show up at some point. And then on top of those three things, you got to kill her? That's a lot. It's too much. And you got too many villains. I was about to say, because you're forgetting the moms, because the moms to me are a problem as well. They're, (laughs) you know, I like the characters, but like, for instance, that's like I said, I could strangle that spoiled daughter, but I know she's needed to help move the story along because her mother moves the world for her without even recognizing, is this realistic or is this, you know, fair? I hate it here. I hate being in this class or I want to do this or I want to, she goes and makes it happen. And I'm like, lady, are you out your mind? But, you know. Right. And it's just like too much. I mean, okay. Is there a case where in reality it exists where parents cater spoiled kids and do some awful crap. Oh, hell yeah. To support their, right, right. But I'm like, y'all are going after the daughter and and that family a little bit too hard just because of one crazy teenage girl who doesn't know how to not be a hater. Like, here's the thing. She's been first in the class forever, but she's still... And you haven't seen that episode yet. But she still has a fit when one time she doesn't make it first to class. I personally think that she hates the daughter because the daughter has friends and she don't have friends. Like, I think it comes down to that because it does not make any sense. It's like, why are you fixating on the daughter? Like, you can live your whole complete life without bothering her. And she, from the first episode, she went out of her way get up in the daughter's face like hey I'm with it and you got home while in school and it's like damn okay do you need to be like this like that's why the classism is so real on this show because I'm like 
how they did the daughter, how they do that family is trifling. What do you think? No, I agree with you totally. Like I said, I know that the spoiled daughter is just needed to make this story move along and to, you know, add elements, but it is annoying because you don't like to see people done that way and for no good reason. Right. And so, like you mentioned, there are the two, at least two mean moms. But then the Clan King has his hater colleague that is like out of nowhere. I'm like, at first I thought he was just a dude who was like doing his little job, like he's like the Clan King, but on a lower level. But then all of a sudden, dude is like, on a mission to get the Cram King, to basically take him down. I'm like, is it that serious? Like, why don't you just get yourself someplace else, sir? <laughs> you don't have to be like that. I mean, I don't know if at uh, episode four, if he has that much of a presence. Do nope, you know because all that about? he's done so far is get upset because he was asked to take over his classes so that Cram King could do the, the summer college or summer medical course or whatever that was. Right. But he gets worse, just to let you know. But wait, he gets worse. <laughs> he does. <laughs> and and that's aside from the little secrets that are, like, coming, coming, coming. It's like they are stepping into the room. You can hear the, the footsteps on the long, dark hallway of the secrets that are about to, like, be exposed. It's too much. It's too much. So <sighs> this is where I would like to take a pause because I feel like, one of the things, and this is something we had spoken on many years ago, but in our requesting and in our desire for Netflix, because it's easy to watch shit on Netflix, and our requesting for it, we didn't realize the levels that were going to occur. And I feel like part of the whole concept of noting and realizing that the Western audiences are watching your shows, they've begun to change. So like, Someone posted one time and it was on Twitter and they were like, you know, they missed the old school dramas and the charms and the way they did things. And I'm like, shit, I feel you. I'm right there with you. Somebody else came back and was like, oh, I, I disagree. They were sexist. They were this, they were that. And I'm like, okay, I'm not saying we are going to act like we didn't see those things, but also we realized it was at that time period. I think some of that would have changed just naturally. However, the way they did it, the formulaicness of having the 16 episodes as opposed to now everybody is fucking doing this eight and part two. How do we need to have a part two of every doggone thing? On top of that, I also feel like a rom-com just can't be a rom-com because I guess they feel Western audiences won't accept that. It has to have some elements of something else. Because if you watch our shows, our shows are like that. We don't have just oh, it was just a sweet show. No, it's got to be some killing somewhere. Somebody got died. Somebody died. Someone is plotting on somebody. Somebody's a psychopath over here. Like there's always something else wrapped into it. And so I feel like that's the part. Some of those are things that I kind of wish they wouldn't do because this could have just been a regular rom-com, but nope, they threw in the murder. And I'm like, oh shit, now where are we going with this? So that's why I said earlier, you know, it's unexpected. I'm accepting that it happened. And from what you're saying, there seems to be more than one. I accepted that it happened, but I kind of need to see what direction we're going in to know how I'm gonna feel about this show totally because right now I'm liking it. I enjoy the cast. I enjoy what I'm seeing, but that is kind of a turnoff. I'm not interested in having that element. So I watched a show called cheer up and cheer up they did the same damn thing cheer up was fucking mm-hmm. supposed to be a drama about 
a college uh, like cheer team, a cheer squad, and the stuff that they went through in college. Oh, it turned into some mystery weirdo stuff and there was a whole you got to figure out who who done it who tried to kill this one who tried to like come on man all of that's not necessary but that's just me what you think i agree with you because the, the whole killeration is just like overkill and because it's in, in korea they can't shoot guns right so it's like it's like a silver ball i'm like this is much I'm sorry, it's corny and too damn much. He's in them streets with silver balls, okay? <laughs> because <laughs> like, I'm going to tell you, when it first happened at the shop, remember the very first time it was thrown into the shop, but nobody was hit. I just thought it was somebody being silly. Like, maybe they like destroying things. Like, they have a destruction element. But when the murder happened, I was like, oh, hell. <laughs> now we didn't took this shit too far. But, you know. <laughs> no, no, this one gets me. How you straight die? from somebody throwing a silver ball. I'm like, damn, <laughs> this is a lot. And it was just like, and the fact that it happened to a kid. Yeah. So yeah. I don't even know where to go with this. Like, I don't know where to go with it. And then, you know, they're, they're making it seem like it's the, um, you know, best male friend's brother. Right, but I have right. a feeling it's not him. But well, he's I, weird though. Mean? He he got some extreme mystery and cloud of dust going on around him. So, right? No, I no, I totally agree. But given the mama he has, he wasn't gonna be normal because she's got issues. Yeah, she does. Gotten to this yet? I mean, it's not a huge thing. I'm just gonna spoil the hell out of it for me too. But she does like attempt to take her own life. Yeah, because he came in the room and she had been drinking and something had to be hospitalized. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, so you you saw that. And so that's what I'm saying. It's like there was already crazy places where it's deep and dark. And you throwing this in there? I don't think that his brother is the one. I think he's living in this um, kind of nocturnal world. And he's actually seeing something more. I think he's collecting those balls. I don't think he's the one. I think it's somebody else. But then that begs the question, who could it be? Because I don't think that character exists yet, like for us to know who it is. It could be related to whatever that situation he has going on with, because remember, he has something with a past student that has exactly. been plaguing him and they're not telling us what that is. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. There's too many like secrets that have not come to light and they, they give you a hint here, a hint there. But I feel like that is the thing that is hounding him. I don't think it's this son, this rich family son, who's just hiding out, I don't know, doing math all day long. I mean, I don't know what his, I don't know what his, his thing is. I'm like, okay, dude, if you don't like your mama, just move the hell out. Like, I really don't get it. But um, their whole family, the only one who makes sense other than like the son, you know, the good son, the second son, I, I feel for the husband because I'm like, dude, I understand why you you out in the streets and you gone because you're like, your life is wilded out unnecessarily. Like, they don't even give any kind of real motivation for her to be so kind of weird. It's just like, I guess now Tiger Mom is a justifiable plot device. I'm like, no, give her some psychological help. She ain't right. 
But, you know, maybe that's not what they're doing because it's supposed to be a rom-com. <laughs> it's like, they're not support. If this were a drama, then I think the writers would move correctly and give us what we need. But because it's a rom-com, it's like super light, super silly. Oh, there's a killer. Super light, super silly. Oh, there's some big secrets. It's too much. It's too much. So, but I love the show. Well, that's the um, good part there. That's the good part. Right. Um, let's see. Anything else? I mean, I don't necessarily know if we're going to come back to this show afterwards. I just think that it was, it's a popular show. Yeah, I think it depends on how it rolls out. Like, if it rolls out to be really good and they've done some ties in and makes it make good sense and it just comes out great, yeah, we could probably return. But right now, yeah, it's popular. We're watching. Why not? Let's talk about it. I have some final thoughts. I was going to comment yeah. about um, we subscribe to a bunch of different podcasters and bloggers just because, you know, we want to see their thoughts and opinions about things. And sometimes, you know, it's just fun to read other people's stuff and to listen to other people's podcasts. But in which case mm-hmm. today I was searching through our email and I'm like, oh, look, somebody posted about Crash course and romance someone had posted about it and so it's dramas with a side of kimchi has a blog post all about this and why you should watch it and they made some really good points so you get a chance to go over there and check that out uh their website you would have to dig and find but dramas with a side of kimchi check it out and see what you think that's a nice plug you're a good person Charlie Brown (laughs) (laughs) but that's true I'll go look at it's like I will listen or you know wander over but you're faithfully doing so so thanks for the plug-in I'm sure they're grateful for it too (laughs) I was going to ask two other things so do you think people should watch this or should they walk away what do you think okay I think they should watch it because in the age we live in and all the crazy crap especially in America that we are seeing you need some levity. And this can give you that. Even with the killeration element, come on. It's nothing compared to what we are seeing in the news these days. True that, true that. So yes, yes, definitely watch this. I am in love with some of the Chinese dramas that have been coming out. I've been watching them on YouTube. I've been watching them on Viki. And if you want something that is not killer centric, <laughs> I'm just familiar <laughs> killer anything, killer centric, check out, and I've talked about this on Twitter because I love this show. Check out the show Meet Yourself. M E E T. Meet. Meet. Okay. Yes, meet yourself. Okay. Check it. Um, you can check it out again on YouTube, and you can also check it out on Vicky. And if you want a drama that is, it's not slow, but it is calming, and it is sweet, and it's not too sweet, and it's not like the lead character, lead female character is cute. And you know, bubbly and stuff like that. She's thoughtful, she's smart, she's capable. She suffered from a, a trauma and she moves to 
a village for three months in order to kind of recuperate and to like kind of find herself again. And there is some romance, but it's very much about the town. In some ways, it reminds me of something like a hometown cha-cha-cha, but just calmer even. But if you're looking for that traditional rom-com, or not, that's not even a rom-com, it's more like a romantic drama. If you're looking for something that isn't completely, like, there are issues, there are concerns, but it's, you, you just need to calm your spirit. There are, along with, of course, Crash Course, there are dramas out there. And I think that it is, yet again, one of the many reasons why we watch K-dramas, J-dramas, C-dramas, et cetera, not Thai. The Thai ones will I watch Thai somebody. dramas, thank you. I watch Thai dramas, thank you. I watch you. them, too. I watch them, too. But is, are you watching a Thai drama to, to laugh and to chill out? Yeah, no, they're they a little serious. Oh, right, right, right. They're about to play <laughs> the bones, okay? They don't play. I love a Thai drama, but you got to have your mind right for a Thai drama. But definitely watch uh, Crash Course. It is for everything um, that we had to say about the killeration. It, it's still a sweet drama. What do you think? I would I would go ahead and recommend it as well. Like I'm, I, as you heard me say, I'm only on episode up to episode four. I realize I'm behind, and tomorrow we'll make four episodes on behind. But I intend to catch up because I enjoyed what I have seen thus far. And I, you know, where are y'all taking us? I want to see where the story is going. So yes, I would definitely say watch. Is there anything you want to add, Summer, before we end this episode? Anything else that you read? Final thoughts? No, just you know, I'm happy to see uh, old boy again because I told you I'd seen him in uh, Jung Kyu Hyo. I had seen him in Hospital Playlist 1 and 2 and Prison Playbook. So, like, it was really good to see him again. I like his style and how he functions. So, that's my yay for this one. <laughs> and old girl, because I really enjoyed her in Lost. Lost was, like I told y'all earlier, that was the shit to me. And so, I like her style, too. Okay. Well, you can take Sung Ray's recommendation for all the weight that it carries and you know because i said so too check it out tell us what you think i am something else with don't worry have a good one bye thank you so much for listening to black girl soul we enjoyed having you and please subscribe like and follow our facebook page youtube channel Twitter page, Instagram page, and join our Facebook group. You can also find us on Patreon. Please look below for links. See you guys next week.